Hey, what's up? Do you ever get this idea that you know God's plan? I mean, like, you desire or request something from Him, and then your mind thinks you know how things are going to happen and how God is going to fix something or make it happen. Um, we think we have God figured out sometimes. I, I have to wonder if Gideon did. He was told to gather an army together from all over, and as you'll see, the turnout is incredible. But then God tells him, to do what what God tells him to do makes no sense. Judges chapter 7 is where we're at, verse 1. Early in the morning, Jarub Baal, that is Gideon. I wonder if he liked his nickname. I wonder if he's kind of like embraced it, like, yeah, come on, bring it, Baal. I got Creator God on my side, making things wet and dry. Uh, or was he like, really? Am I going to be stuck with this stinking nickname the rest of my life? Well, I'm thinking a second. So, and all his men camped. At the spring of Herod. The, the, the camp of Midian was north of them in the valley near the hill of Morah. So, so this enemy conglomeration of nations is now in place nearby. Something big is about to happen. All of the Israelites' nations have come together and are ready to fight together. Verse 2, the Lord said to Gideon, you have too many men. 32,000 men showed up to fight with Gideon against this other massive army. But God says, I cannot deliver Midian into their hands, or Israel will boast against me, saying, my own strength has saved me. Now announce to the army, anyone who trembles with fear may turn back and leave Mount Gilead. So 22,000 men left while 10,000 remained. This, this is no way to start a battle. I cannot imagine what was going through Gideon's mind at this point. I would be thinking like, hey, God gave me 32,000 men. That's a great sign from God that I'm to do this. But now he just eliminated two-thirds of them. Four. But the Lord said to Gideon, there are still too many men. Take them down to the water, and I will thin them out for you there. If I say this one shall go with you, he shall go. But if I say this one shall go, shall not go with you, he shall not go. So uh, 10,000 is still a lot of men. Not as good as 32,000, but, but, but you are God, and I'm merely Gideon, your servant, who was hiding in a wine press like a week ago or something. I don't know how long ago it was. But so, verse 5, so Gideon took the men down to the water there, there the Lord told him, separate those who lap the water with their tongues as a dog from those who kneel down to drink. So, so it's like either if they're drinking like this, separate them from the ones who just stick their head down in there. 300 of them drank from cupped hands, lapping like dogs. All the rest got down on their knees. I remember as a kid hearing this story, and I, I remember the teacher explaining this, and I, and, and, and I was like, man, oh man, I'm, I'm dying of thirst. I'm out here in the wilderness. Oh man, if I got to that water, I'd be like, boom, my head would go right down in the water, and I'd just be sucking it up. Well, guess what? Guess what happens to the guy that does that? He's gone. Verse 7, the Lord said to Gideon, with the 300 men that lapped, I will save you and give the Midianites into your hands. Let all the others go home. Oh, so Gideon sent the rest of the Israelites home, but he, he kept the 300 who took over the provisions and trumpets of the others. So they gave over their gear and stuff. You'll see maybe tomorrow or the next day why he they kept those things. But I don't know about you. But I would not have felt very good about God's math of 32,000 minus 22,000 minus 21,700 equaling 300. You know what? We sometimes think we know God's plan, but when it doesn't work out the way you expected God to work it out, don't be too terribly surprised, but be prepared to be obedient anyhow. Hey, thanks for turning up the volume.
See ya.